Opinions expressed in this publication are merely for entertainment purposes and therefore releasing all involved members, chiefly the members engaged in matrimony, from all questioning inside of each individual household. Yeah. Tyler Chronicles, single back, Long Dick University. Kamal Secret, Atlanta, Georgia. Married. Plenty of children. <laughs> Plentiful. Come on. You got a chick in town from New York. Okay. Flew in. Flew in from on New a York. Thursday. Now you got a girl. You know what I mean? She takes care of you. Not really a girlfriend per se. Okay. All right. She's out of town, so it's perfect. Right. You know what I mean? But the girl that's on in town, she's leaving on Friday. Your girl is coming back in town, same day. Same day. But you got an hour in between, so you literally could drop her off, wait, pick your girl up. Okay. Flight gets delayed for the girl to leave. To outgoing. To, to go back to New York. Man, okay. Delayed until the a.m. To the morning. What do you do? Okay. So y'all live, it's a live together situation. She stayed with you a little bit. She stayed with you a little bit, but not all the She time. got hella shit at your house. How long she been gone? She been gone four days. Okay. The priority is the main chick. The one from New York bad as hell. <laughs> 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 I'm talking about I'm talking about the reason your hip hurt today. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Delayed to the AM. And mm -hmm. what time did the flight come in? The flight comes in at 7 p.m. Don't stay with you all the way. No. But, but expects to be there. Expects to come back to the spin out. For sure. Fresh from the flight. For sure. Expects to get picked up from the airport. By you. By you. <laughs> See, like this <laughs> is why I don't be out here. You know what I'm saying? Because this shit is a headache, nigga. Because in my mind, the main, your, your main girl is the one that matter as far as longevity's sake. And I know you want to keep the sides available, but you, you know, the side ain't a side if you ain't got no main. Come on. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how am I financially? Huh? How are you financially? Does she know she the side? No, 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 no. She, she don't think you have anything going on. Because you really don't, in, in title, you really don't. You really don't. You just got a, a, a regular situation. That, that, and she looks out for you. You look out for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got yeah. 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 I might have to sacrifice New York. Mm. She might just, you know, I don't know, bro. Mm. That's why I don't, I ain't, I ain't, I don't <laughs> know, dog. All right. I'm going to leave her out there, dog. Mm. She's going to have to figure that night out on her own. That's tough, man. God damn, your life is hard. Hey, what would you do? <laughs> we on again. I hope you listening closely. We doing our own thing. But we doing this for the culture. Check out the topics. Don't be the subject. We keep it poppin'. You can be up next. We are more than culture. More than culture. More than culture. More than culture. We are more than culture. More than culture. I haven't seen any parts of any of your specials about prison and reached out to you that you know that were that you were on the yard with. Yeah, man. My like my boys. 
like niggas who I was locked up with, real, and like niggas who I run into that I was locked with, I was like, nigga, that shit was the truth that you did. But I'm talking about niggas who I was really down there with. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, right, like we still friends. My oh, okay. Niggas, we still, like niggas who I met there that was solid, things that didn't, that didn't deserve to be there, that could have went another route. Oh man, we, we tight with it. Nice. And mm-hmm. like, Helene, Helene, it's like, I gotta do these days because it's, Things and then that people, Helene, like, yo, man, you gotta tell that story about your pride. And I said, yeah. I got knocked out in prison in the motherfucking cafeteria. <laughs> Nigga knocked me out in the fucking cafeteria. Nigga knocked me out. Yeah, nigga, everybody. I'm about. This nigga, right, <laughs> right. If I tell you this nigga rolled my mother, both my mother guys with my head in, in in the penitentiary, like they brought the stretch in there. No, nah. bro, you got some tissue. What's the crazy thing? Yeah, yeah that's why it's called yeah. about my pride. Mm-hmm. And Helene, okay. Helene, I blow my nose off. Nose, cause he was right in front of me. Like he was. After it was over, Helene was the one that said. Nigga, not your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and and cause I didn't think he was gonna hit me. Cause in, in inside the cafeteria in prison, to fight somebody is 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 inciting a riot. Mm. Like this is a case. Sure, sure, sure. So me and this dude had, had some words and I saw him get up. He was with some dude, I saw him get up coming towards me, but I'm like so my hands down, the nigga walk up on me and said, man, whatever this nigga said, I said, hey man, I don't sit your little weak ass down. Boom! <laughs> this hauled off and hit me, and it would have hit me, boom! I'm going like this. <laughs> like my everything going to the side. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a difference between a nigga hitting you and a nigga hauling off and hitting. Haul off, haul off. That haul off. That haul off. That haul off. And basically, yeah, cause I didn't. He thinks he's gonna get hit. And Helene is the room, and, and I'm going this way. <laughs> and nigga, I basically try. I need this nigga to, to, to break my mouth. <laughs> as soon as my hands touched the ground, I came back up. Bam! <laughs> And slept that nigga Zero. Mm-hmm. Nigga name was Zero. Uh, in, in, uh. And when that nigga, Helene, after they, the CO got us out of there, we in the thing, and the, uh, because I didn't start it, I didn't get a case. Because I didn't start I, I defended myself. When I got back to that block, Helene said, that nigga knocked your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. And I said, no. <laughs> I said, but nigga, I couldn't. My it, when I was going down, my brain was like, nigga, not the cafeteria. And soon my hands hit the ground, cause my, my legs was still up. Soon my hands hit the ground, I came back over and hit that nigga with that three piece, and it was out of there. I'm like, nigga, cause I couldn't. It's no way in the world I'm gonna be on this ground in this. Man, are you insane? <laughs> Sleep. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> and this was like, this was year number three. I got three more years of this shit. I got, I'm doing the 15, but I'm thinking I'm going to get out, I'm going to do half the shit. But man, and boy, and after that, we, um, I caught that nigga on the wreck, y'all. 
for the fair one. Mm-hmm. And beat that nigga ass down for the fair one. But he got whooped the first time, but it was just a fact. <laughs> Halim, and Halim be waiting. He waiting to say, every time he see me, he don't give a damn about any joke I do. He say, when <laughs> are you going to tell the story about when you got your ass knocked? The crime fight. That's the one I'm waiting to hear. Because it's about him. He, he, cause he was there. And he won't, because he, in his name, he won't let everybody know. Yeah, I was right to Right. I was right on his ass. <laughs> but, so that, so that's that, dope you still have, you know. Some, yeah, yeah, so that special really is that. So now we, we had two. Okay. We had two. Mm-hmm. So then you have the one about all your comedic friends and experiences, things that you learn. Then I'm still a father. My kids growing up. And then, so I got this whole new thing about my new kids and i'm talking about all of my kids but i don't want it to be a regular oh he's a father thing i want to go into some some deeper things about why i'm so grateful for them like i'm really grateful for all of the things because i don't think that i would be this motivated as a a person or as a comic or as a business person without them. them, Me seeing them and knowing that they exist and and having to take care of them and, and these experiences and they coming to me for things. And and, and when my, my oldest son, hey, I want to get my, my, my CDL license. Cool. My daughter, I want to go back to culinary school to get, get another degree in this and become a master there. Cool. You know, hey, dad, I want a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And 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 the experience of having when they sick, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's the people don't know. They, people talk about all this good stuff when they with their kids. They never talk about this hardship, man. I have, I have a daughter that I'm so grateful that she's here. She's six, but literally, man, she could fit in my hand. Mm-hmm. She was in a NICU yeah. for. Four weeks flapping around. Two months. Yeah, just in that and how you felt when you when you gotta put that suit on and yeah and and they and they under a goddamn light like a piece of chicken and they and they got nothing on them and what did you what did you what did you feel? You know what I'm saying all of that that shit. What is it? What is it like? What is it like when you have a a one year old that weighs ten pounds? With his kids really? that's born at eight pounds and yeah. ten pounds, you have a one year old that weighs ten pounds, and she 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 has um, something's itching her so bad, and she can't scratch it. All she do is just do this. She just rock back and forth. Mm-hmm. So she didn't rock. She didn't rub all her hair her head. Like my baby head was smooth all the way around, besides on the top. And she would just sit there and do this because she was itching inside. Mm. I, and mm. and our experience with that I used to do I used to be just doing this with her, playing <laughs> playing with her. Cause it's like, what else am I I'm gonna do? It's like the the heart I think that comedy for me is more about telling the story and the experience than the laughs. Cause it's gonna be laughs in there. But it's going to be things 
that's gonna help with something like yo man when you when you said this about man on the exit one of the hardest things in life that ever happened to me it makes me who I am as a father my little sister passed so the exit is gonna be hard for my family but every special I've ever 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 done has been hard for my mom because she don't she like hey, that ain't happening because she don't ever want you she a college professor she don't want you she don't want no smut on her name right. but you, <laughs> but I've been with you since she was 20. So I know everything you've ever done. Right. I was in the room. I was the forgotten person in the room. I'm the spook that sat at the door. Everywhere, and, and most kids are. Because when we doing stuff, we forget about them. So why not write something about when I was forgotten about? You don't, it, don't take a, it don't take a lot. The reason why you, you didn't think like that, because nobody told you that one thing could be an hour. That's what I was going to And that's the, that's the, that's the material. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be all over the place. Right. And you, you educated, you, all y'all are educated, so it's a topic. It's one topic. You was, I'm a, I'm a speech writer. So I don't need, I don't need to go a bunch of places. I just need you to understand the place that I'm in right now. Right. And that's your, that's your catalog. That's your material. So yeah, you you can write four or five different things at the same time because you write from different spaces. It's like having different conversations with people. Yeah. And when I'm writing, I'm I'm talking to one person while I'm writing the exit. I'm talking to one person while I'm writing. You know what I'm saying? Her special. When I got ready to do epics, I was talking to one person, but I was already writing. I was I was doing the epic stuff on the road because I know what it needed to, I needed to put some legs on it and, and tie some things into it. But certain cities I was going to, I was only doing a domino effect. Night after night, I was just doing domino effect. And I wasn't doing it in its totality, so people couldn't see what it was, see what it was. I wasn't doing it total. I was doing the first part. If you look at domino effect, domino effect is broken up into two 30 minutes. That that's that's that goes, mm-hmm. I because that's how I was doing it. I wanted to do the set, the first part. You had when people write a special, being all over the place is the shit that people used to do back in the day. You set your first part up. Everything is about my mom, my dad, who I am, and now this is me going outside of them mm-hmm. and showing that my parents. Because if I would have just dumped, jumped into the dope shit, you would have judged my parents. So let me tell you that my parents are good. My dad is a wild ass man. My mom is fucking perfect. Of whatever the situations that she's in. And then Jim's. I say this. I, this is, I wanted people to understand. I want, and I wanted people to know this. And I wanted white people when they saw it. I know they were going to see it. Stop thinking that everybody who got into the dope game was from some impoverished family. And I said it, I made that shit That's clear when I said, shit. why hustle? My mama got a job. I made sure, I, and I said it with emphasis on that. My mother has a job. I ain't got to hustle, my mama got a job. Mm-hmm. Amenities. You know what I'm saying? So don't think that my mama's some ghetto ass parent, and, it, and it's very intentional. 
because well, the pictures they paid of us, you need that. You they, need that. The, the, you know, because this is the this is the thing. If I if I say right now, and get in my head, gotta write number five. Gotta start gotta start doing the groundwork of number five because I'm gonna say from a privileged space. You know what it'd be about? All of our children. Because I, we have the children that won't know fucking poverty. Remind me a little bit. They, uh, nah, your son is the same as my son. If I told Hassan at 10, because I remember, because it's my statement, I've never been 10. Mm. I look at my kids mm. and say, mm. wow. Yeah. I've never been 10. I've been 10 in the number, right. but not in, in spirit. Yeah. I told my you son, I said, son, you right. got the hustle. That boy looked at me and said, my feet. In his mind, like to hustle. If you would have told me that at 10, I'm like, yeah. Let's get it. Right. This nigga said, basketball. my feet. <laughs> like, he's like, nigga, you. Yeah, I didn't really? And then start doing some goofy shit. <laughs> but sometimes I look at him and he'll, and he'll be doing some super yeah, goofy yeah. shit. And I'm like, this is a goofy ass boy. But you ain't never been. He's 10. Yeah. This, that's, that's a hell of a name for a special. I've never been ten. I don't know if it fits with any of the rest of them, but yeah, I've never been fun. ten. It's fucking amazing. So that's the 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 how my mind operates in writing, and I don't think that is strange because the influences like Benny Hill. You know mm-hmm. all the Benny Hills that he he wrote all that shit himself. Mm-hmm. Like he would go into like he was a recluse. Like mm-hmm. I don't want. The only time he was ever around people was when he did the show. And after the show, he went right back to his small room. Like, he didn't want people around him. Wow. Like, if you dive into a lot of other comics things, you will see a lot of shit in you. Like, Don Rickles. This Don Rickles is not a one that we'll be like, oh, Don Rickles. But when you look at his shit, you'll be like, Ronnie Joe, you know how, when I, when I think about you, if I was to say, Put people in categories. I I do this type of shit. Put people in categories. Listen, <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why. Because you're an unselfish person. Everybody that you get something from doesn't have to be about the stand up. It got to be what you can bring to the business. Okay, Rodney Dangerfield was so. Unselfish. When he got his show, the HBO thing, he could just did the shit himself. But he brought everybody along with him. He a fifty five year old man starting comedy, and he's he not tainted. He didn't come up in the business where it's it's this it's this um goddamn the Ice Man inheritance. He didn't have an Ice Man inheritance. Right. Well, white, white people have an Ice Man inheritance where they was in an Ice Age for. 50,000 years. So all they all they know is to pillage and take. Pillage and take. That's all they, that's, uh, that's, they, that's why their mentality is like that. All I can do is pillage and take. We come from a tropical, harmonious place. So yeah, when we saw these fucking barbarians, he's like, 
Hey man, did you just fucking bite me, nigga? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a mango tree right there. Yeah, like, but they've been eating people and, 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 and doing this type of shit for, for 50,000 years. So then you get into this business, black people don't understand how much of this American influence starts to get to them. So when you see a nigga that's not pillaging, I got I to have everything. They don't, they won't get niggas. Yeah, you see what niggas get that barbaric shit from. But then you see the tropical mm-hmm. nigga like, hey nigga, you, hey nigga, I got plantains. Yeah. You know, you want a bucket? I can show you how to make a bucket hat. You want a bucket hat? Let's do Let's do it. I got plantains. That is a good shirt for you, right? I got plantains. Going. And he's always, he, he's never not talking to me, nigga. I can get your merch popping. This, nah, this nigga is always. Give you the game. Get, get, had this helpful hand, yeah, mm-hmm. like Rodney Dangerfield. Right mm-hmm. And 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 you, you you I put niggas in categories. And and no, but you helped me a lot, bro. You helped me a lot, like structure wise. When I did my first, when I came out that first half hour special, I said Rodney Joe, you got to write it out, send it to me. I'm gonna give you some notes. It was good, but we gonna cut some of that shit off. <laughs> like you was like, nah, this cool. Keep this, put this here. Cause you doing this? Do this. It's a twenty-two. It's a, it's a, you, you. Like I told you, this, this special they about to give you is gonna be thirty minutes. Your, this is your sitcom. Mm. You do everything that you want to do because when they look at your shit, they looking like, what are you doing? Let's mm-hmm. see it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Think about it. Like, you got to give them the what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. Like, it it's like all of the, the the when you go into media bit and we've all been through it. I, I, I hate it. I hate to say it. It's it's some things that whoop the shit out of me It's some people got some footage on me that's out here that mm-hmm. if I if I stir up I'm gonna have to own it. Oh he said what? He's educated. Bring up bring up the audition, the teleprompter. <laughs> this is my one right here was <laughs> Boy that teleprompter was whooping the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> time you've ever seen me do good in an audition, I said, I'm going to be honest with you, every time you've ever seen me do good in an audition, I memorize every line of that shit. I, right. My memory is like this. And Speaking now, of audition, let me cut you off. Yes, sir. My man is starting in the Flatbush misdemeanors. Y'all give it up. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I can't even say what it is. Hey, me and Whoopi Goldberg. Come on, me, you Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> and several Goldberg. other motherfuckers. Theo Hey, man. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Theo Hudson. Virgin Mobile, the white dude. The dude who everything. Richard Branson. Hey, man. When I when I saw 
that and that was the thing, man, when TV used to teach us. And I think that's why I like writing like I write because I watch television to learn. I never I never watch television for entertainment. Even now when I watch movies, I watch movies to learn something, to see what they doing. It's not about I, somebody can tip something off to me in a movie. I watched all these mobster things and then got tipped off on something that I always thought. I always thought that even though he's the greatest of all times, is one is two fights that he did not win. Muhammad Ali whooped everybody else ass besides Sonny Mister. And the first fight, both fights, he, he didn't he didn't win. And and you know how I got how it came to me? I'm watching mobsters. They got and you go on YouTube. They got all these things about the startup of the mob, how, the original people. So when it gets to this fight, and they, they just telling the story about this mob guy, and then I'm like, wait a minute, it's an underlying story that they telling that I'm that I'm very interested in. So Sonny Liston was managed by mm-hmm. a dude that was connected to the mob because the gym that they that they was that funny Sonny Liston fought out of was owned by the mob. Cut long story short. So Muhammad Ali, everybody in the world is betting on Sonny Liston in the first fight to destroy Muhammad Ali. Every single person, and they say this in this mobster thing, they say everybody betting on Sonny Liston to whoop Muhammad Ali. Besides the mob. Mm. Oh, they totally is. What was the odds on it? They know. It was like seven or ten to one. It was a And the mob was the only people that did not bet on Sonny Liston. And why? The trainer is tied to the mob. They all tied to them. And so they fixed the fucking fight. Mm. So then the second fight, the second fight was the same goddamn thing. Those are the only two fights that Muhammad Ali actually didn't win that the mob set up, but he beat everybody else. And they tipped it off when they was doing they was doing the story of the fucking mob. And I'm like, this. What? Cause they and they they going through a whole thing of how they fixed all these fights at the time. So what is the chance of them not fixing the Sonny Liston fight? Wow. Everybody the, watching. The, everybody the biggest fight. The, biggest I, the, the trainer, the manager of the gym, and the gym is owned yeah. by the mob. Sonny Liston did look pissed underneath. off like I, I could beat if your you, ass. If you look at it, Sonny Liston, and then you go back to the tape. Sonny Liston goes down, comes up, then goes, lays back, and he, he fucking rolls. His, he rolls <laughs> over. And lays back with his hands stretched out behind him after he's already been up. I'm like, I'm looking at this shit like, Sonny Liston is the worst fucking actor in the world. And they thought he heard eight, but he got up and said four. Oh shit! It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, like somebody did this. Like, he's like, he's getting up like two hundred, two hundred. Oh shit! That nigga's on four. He on four. yourself because we we a small family and when I was six I was walking through my mom's house and a lady 
grab me by my shirt and, and you know how he grab me and pick you up on your, on your toes. Mm -hmm. And he said, listen, either you gonna fight in the street or you gonna come in here and fight me. You ain't gonna never let nobody pump you. Too goddamn small for that and threw me, pushed me down. A strange woman. Yeah, um, it was my grandmother. I was six. <laughs> <laughs> then you said I was, I, I never was six. Yeah. I was, I was six years old. My grandmother, my grandmother got dead on my head, and that was like the mantra for our family. If you either you fucking fight or you come in here and get your ass with these adults. Like, have you She wait on her turn. She doing suicide. Since, since you know, it's not a craze because I don't see like a lot, I feel like a lot of people are doing it, like walking up on stage and, and shit on comedians. Oh. But oh, would you would you say uh, a few boxing classes for comedy for comedians is necessary? I, I think that one. This is what I would say first. I would say this is a responsibility on the club to protect the artists that's coming to those buildings because a lot of these clubs and got then got so lackadaisical. Especially in black homes, they act like that you're supposed to defend yourself, and they right. know that people are drinking and doing all this shit. And the security watching the goddamn show. If there is security, they 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 supposed to take responsibility to protect the artists. Secondly, if you can have some people around, that's your actual that's your actual people, because you really don't want to rely on other people. Like my guy, he don't really say nothing, but until you need to say so. And it ain't gonna be a lot of talking with him. Like, cause it, it cause he's already warned. By the time you get up on me, he's not he, hey, And next thing you know, it's the Scott. Cut Brown. Then with <laughs> comics, I don't I don't think that it should be a, a mandatory thing where comics are having to take on some sort of Boxing or taking on spending money to get trained for something that shouldn't be happening mm. in the space that you that you're entertaining and coming, right. but it 
and it's and it's a shame. I've 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 lost more in the wins. Like I was, me and me and Clayton talk talk about this all the time. The year that Clayton won last conference standing, which was the, basically last year, I was already groomed to win that. But I'm the reason in Hollywood now that they do background checks up front instead of at the end, <laughs> which is not something that you won't be known for. What? So last comic standing, getting ready, they getting ready to air it now. It's, right. getting, it's getting in the airing stages. So they getting ready to run a background check. Two weeks prior, I get into an altercation at this club in Houston called Fat Boys. And this dude, this dude spit on me. Because he had friends with him. And he felt like I'm a... And I, I think this is with me. I'm more offended that you're do, that you're bothering me. And I know the only reason that you're bothering me because I'm smaller than you and you think I'm an easy win. So when dude walked up on the stage, I said, yo, my man, have a seat. I don't know what your problem is. I said, man, I'll slap the shit out of you. And my next thing was, I said, but what am I gonna be doing when you slapping the shit out of me? <laughs> that part, that's the word. That's, that's why I had to say, I said, yeah, yeah. I said, what am I gonna be doing when you slapping the shit out of me? I said, man, go and sit down. He said, man, you remember I said, I slapped the shot at you. And I, my next thing, I said, not with that hairline. And then I messed up. So, <laughs> laughing, everybody in the club laughing. I turned around this way, and when I turned back, man, this nigga, this nigga must have been sitting there doing it. Oh, no, he done hocked it up. Now, when he hit my fucking face. Oh! I thought it was going to be a shirt. I mean, they don't understand that. <laughs> they don't know this. They don't know he got a police record. When a loogie, when this it, nigga judge the brown versus like when that man, when that man did that <laughs> shit to, to the sound. <laughs> I was, I was so beside myself. I'm gonna say this. I was so beside. Ali's deep was so beside himself. To, just long story short. That night, a lot of people went to the hospital. A lot of people. And I went. I drove myself. I drove myself <laughs> to the hospital. I broke my hand. Mm-hmm. I broke my hand. And, and people see I'm on Joy Diaz's podcast with a, a light blue cast on. On the three on there, I just broke my hand. And the next, what, I think... Three days later, my my attorney, Stan Broussard, I always tell true stories, I tell everybody names. Stan Broussard <laughs> called me and said, Hey, man, you know it's a warrant. I'm at the I'm at the courthouse, I'm down there, it's a warrant for your arrest. Come I said, for what? He said, Man, you assaulted somebody? I said, What? All four of them press charges. The dude who spill you with and told on you? Call the police on you? All four. All four. All four. And his friends? Y'all spill yeah, your nigga, bro. Cause they, um, your whole squad. Bitches there, bro. Yeah, say what happened. Yeah, they, 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 they probably left the speed. I don't know. 
niggas had to go, they had to go see somebody. Yeah, they had to, to get, say what happened. had to get a lot of shit bolted down and stitched up and, mm. and, 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 and racked back together. It's a nigga walking around with at least about eight, nine, ten staples in his head. God damn! Oh, yeah. Like everybody, everybody that was there that night, like yo, they going to therapy the, for that the, night. The, shit, the, right the, the <laughs> shit, the, the shit that we witnessed that night with this little wild ass nigga. Because <laughs> man, this was this was. I don't think niggas understand. I, I am, I'm a peaceful nigga, dog. But when I was, but when I was in prison. It's no weight class. So when, <laughs> so when niggas start popping that shit, you're gonna, it's too many niggas that have been folded. I'm not, I don't, nigga, I'm not flexible. I don't bend. <laughs> so what I know, what I, it's like I know exactly what I'm capable of. I know it, like I know for fact, I know me. That nigga right there tell anybody. It was a, uh, it was a lot of niggas, like way more than 10, 15 niggas. It was a lot of niggas that said some shit to me while I was on stage to my nigga, I bet you don't want to fight. I said, nigga, I bet I do. <laughs> but you disrespectful motherfuckers, I bet I do. 10. And nigga said, well, nigga, wait till you get off stage. I said, no, nigga, you wait till I get off stage. <laughs> <laughs> you finished your set. Nigga, I, nigga, I, did, nigga, I did my shit so fast. Wait. And that nigga was right there at the edge of them steps. And he said, because he's right there. I'm telling the truth. He's right there. That nigga <laughs> said, look me in my face. He said, nigga, if you care anything about me. <laughs> Why you looking like you that? You will let this shit go. <laughs> Why are you looking like Everybody that? Everybody got to get down with 10. Everybody <laughs> got some shit to do tomorrow. I'm with and you. We got to get and down with 10. And that, and, that, and, that, and, that, and that nigga right there tell you, I looked that nigga in the eye and I said, go to the car. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, and that nigga, look is hilarious. Between, it, took they, it took they campus police to make me, because them niggas, I'm, I'm offended now. Nigga, you got me fucked up. This at a school? This at a school, nigga. And these niggas, these niggas talking that, talking that shit. Niggas talking that shit. I'm like, man, let me tell you motherfuckers something. Y'all got me fucked up, nigga. I don't give a fuck about no. Thou. I said, man, let me tell you something about this middle nigga. school. I don't give a fuck. A pack of niggas. But they ain't college. These niggas, these college niggas was on some shit. I said, man, thou, I'm not, I'm not. Thou, I don't give a fuck who you coming here with, nigga. Who you talking? Thou, all right. All right. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna see about it, nigga. And one of the niggas that was there today, he said, nigga, I read this nigga at the club, nigga said, nigga, nigga, I was a sophomore, nigga, I said, nigga, I just crossed to nigga, I said, this nigga finna beat the shit out of me, nigga, I said, nigga, I just don't want to get my shit, nigga, say, nigga, you was so motherfucking mad, and I said, Man, I don't think we're gonna win this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Cause this little nigga is about it. Now, these niggas don't understand. I all I was gonna do, nigga, they they cause I man, I I am a I'm a former gang member, nigga. I know niggas don't wanna get hit. <laughs> I know niggas don't wanna get hit. I thought she was about to pull out some nuts or something. I don't know what the fuck. I got, got my cause I always have nine. Oh, nigga, I'm gonna have my one knife in his hand. You know what I mean? I'm I'm gonna be just like this. And when these niggas, when I go to these niggas' legs and these knees and these niggas be and ouching and I start plugging these niggas up, now, you, 
in my mind, I'm like, yo, y'all yeah. know I've been in a, I've been in multiple prison riots with <sighs> niggas is savage. Yeah, you, got, you gotta live. Well, well you gotta live. Y'all are not prepared we in for a live. person <laughs> like me, cause they, it's been it's been a whole cut down my side. I'm cut open and I'm still out there savagely fighting with pepper gas and baton. Like, I'm not hey man, I'm not quitting. This, this shit is this shit is bad. That's crazy. This shit is bad. Because y'all it the, the mindset of you actually don't know who you bother. You right. hey man, I Hey man, I tell I told my cousin, I said, you about to fight this white boy. I said, hey man, you about to get your ass. <laughs> you size them up. I told my cousin straight up, I said, you about to get your ass. And then the white boy, I said, because that's the problem. You underestimating this motherfucker. I've already looked at this white boy. And he has signs of battle. You about to get submitted, nigga. Out here. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no tapping out on this one. That nigga finna get beat up by a rescue dog. Stop, stop. You gotta get me up by rescue now. Oh my god. <laughs> and and what was and what was happening before I knew it? Too. I see my cousin's eyes, the nigga was up in the house, <laughs> make shoes in there, then go on his motherfucking neck. Shit's getting bad. Shit's getting bad. You got you got dumped out here. Nah, it's over with. Hey man, it's some people out here. I mean, if, hey man, black women. I'm gonna tell black women this. I want black women to stop talking about that whoop everybody whoop everybody motherfucking ass. It is about six women of other nationalities that go to this boxing gym that I'm in and they ain't that motherfucker every morning. And it's one little white girl, I, I and she looked like she waiting on somebody <laughs> on one of the black women. Karen did <laughs> say something to me. And I'm finna throw so many motherfucking combinations that show goddamn face. <laughs> it's like she, it's like she got whooped by some black girl years ago, and she in there waiting because she all, and she only it, we all color bags in there. The bitch only be on the black bag. Never on the red bag. She never. She got a white speed bag. She don't never hit it. She always hit the black. It's a big ass red bag. She don't never be on that red bag. And I be thinking about it, but. Man, I, 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 I appreciate y'all with watching the Domino Effect. I know that's a a big compliment. You, you don't even have to say that they liked it when you're a comic because the compliment was that you watched it. Because, you know. It's, don't send me no more y'all stand up to my deal. Y'all feel good. <laughs> the shit ain't good. They gonna keep sending it the more, the more you say don't. And <laughs> to, for somebody to sit down and watch it and they, and they, and they start to break it down. Yeah, man. Is the is the work and I've always wanted to put out work like that. I I thought I was always putting out good work and inspiring work, but this piece right here I think has shifted a uh era of comedy that people are like, yo man, you can shit, you making do this. You dropped the blueprint different. on evening. That shit got mm-hmm. down, got eight years old. I was telling people a lot of people looked at it but like, yeah, I'm gonna throw my notebook away because that is so good. I know. That's his life. Yeah, you ain't gonna be able to do that. You, you know, know what I'm right? saying? You gotta do what you do. You gotta be able to do what you do. It did inspire me to start like telling more stories about my life and myself as opposed to just finding what I thought people were gonna laugh at. So uh, that definitely did I done talked this nigga about your special about four times. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I text these niggas like four or four in the morning. I sent the link like I don't know what the fuck y'all doing, but nigga, do this right now. That shit is amazing. Yeah, man. But I think we all, you know, we all are are comedy nerds, so to speak, and so we view comedy a certain way. But the way people respond to it that are not necessarily in that bubble. Correct. It, you know what I'm saying? Because my my wife likes comedy, but not really like that. She's not, not like gonna, she's not gonna watch a special. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she don't give a fuck to the you know, about yeah. comedy like that. But that special, she watched I, twice with me right. and enjoyed it from top to bottom every time. When I when and she don't even remember comedians' names like that. I, I told her uh, we was coming to do. She was like, "That's the." Uh, Let's do special we had watched, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean that shit is impactful yeah, for real. outside of the comedy space. It's just I be wanting to know more shit work, about the, that that one piece. Like I was, nigga, what was the nigga playing with the tracksuit when he pulled up on you fresh? Was it was it Radio and Joe Cooley? Like was it you think was first of all, I hate to think that this nigga know that my era of music or what you know that you know nigga this you was crazy as you know what this nigga was playing. What was he playing? I swear you, I this nigga was playing fresh is the word. Oh, Who's that? that? Who's that? Nigga, that's Friday Joe and Goose. Yo, Joe Goose. Nigga, fresh oh, is the word. Okay, yeah, that's nigga. This, this nigga was playing fresh is the word, mm. and I was like, the tracks of God damn, because that's the era. Yeah, man. It, it's that. That's actually in my mind, Tronics. I'm trying. In my mind, Man, I was, you know, I'm thinking about it as a director or producer. Man, I was like, Man, that nigga don't be. Yeah. Now nah, the shit was a movie. It was like a literal. Right. I'm watching right. someone grow up from ten. 15 and you got flashbacks of stuff that's happened in prison and you flash forward to the same person that you had to fight several different times throughout your life. This shit is just, I don't want to ruin it if anybody hadn't watched it, but if you, you haven't watched, watched it. But now you slip. The, yeah. the alternate ending. They may not know yet. You yeah, know they mean? may not know yet. Yeah, yeah, right. the, the alternate ending yeah. was a, it was like I, I said, man, I, I got to put a piece that's going on. Let them know that something else is coming. That is not. This is not it. Mm-hmm. And that was a moral compass piece when I said, "Yo, this is the because it was the really the day that I felt like, yo, man, this is another exit. Like, yeah. yo, man, I feel bad about this shit. That this man fixing my car. Hmm. He he told me to turn the joints on. He just having to be leaning in the joint. <laughs> and when I heard that. <laughs> I what? immediately cut Ooh. my shit off, that shit was so and that <laughs> motherfucker said, "God damn, damn it, youngster! It is not my goddamn fingertips off, man." <laughs> and I was like, "This, I was like," <laughs> and that shit was just, and he tried to wrap that shit up in them little blue napkins, mm-hmm. and that shit was just steady getting red. I said, and he said, and then he leaned down, down and that's when, that was the thing. That motherfucker said, "Man, shit, you have to put that yeah. stones in my pocket." I said, "This nigga still." Hell yeah, he said, he damn sure needed that. You got to put it in my one hand. I can't hold the motherfucker. I got to start it now. Start it. Start it. Start the rock. Yeah, he ain't bad. like that. But damn, that's a lot, though. This, I think that more people are inclined to be like, yo, man, bad shit happens when you're doing it. Because for years, it's always been all this cool gangster shit. Hey, man, I got a gun because the man blew crack smoke in my, <laughs> my face. face. And I'm in this man's house. I, first of all, 
The, the, I look back at the danger of this shit just being in this man's now, house. Everything you was doing was so dangerous, man. <laughs> <laughs> you did all the time. Just now, no, nigga. Everything you were doing from the time you sat yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> started talking, nigga. After you said, hey, Please. shit got dangerous. Go on and live with your team. My pops, bro, that like, like, I, I give y'all the heads up. So, uh, Domino Effect, I'm, I'm turning into a book. So, we're gonna do a book. Yes, Domino Effect, we're gonna try to get it out before December. So, nice. I'm doing yeah. some fun yeah. stories. Working. Doing some front stories before the leave. I'm, so I'm doing some more stuff about my dad, like giving some backstory about him. Mm-hmm. And one thing that was kind of that I'm not gonna say it's crushing. It's made me who I am. Like for a long time, I before um, I started when I first started having these kids, that I wouldn't bring women around. My kids, like my oldest daughter, I was real protective of her, like real, real protective of her. And I've never let my kids see me with women, you know, unless it's the woman. And we go up forth from there, then I'm so I have kids with them. So my dad devalued me when I moved with him. And people never knew that I felt like that when I was with him because he used me as a way to get women. I met, the year, the first year I stayed with my dad, I met, I was introduced to 42 women. He was crazy, boy. Yeah, Will Chamberlain. <laughs> you gotta think, at this, at this time, at this time, my dad, it's the early 80s. My dad got a, a Peugeot, he got two cars, a motorcycle, he living in the, but people don't realize why I'm staying at, and I'm gonna give it in the book, why I'm staying at with him, it's some all adult condos. I'm not supposed to even be staying over here. So I got the, when I'm coming from school, I got to literally sneak into. You about to live on the love boat. This nigga, <laughs> right, on, right on Gufton. On Gufton, it was some condos that's yeah. all adult. Yo, man, they had this gazebo that I didn't even know what this shit was. It was like a man-made little river that go all the way through the whole goddamn complex. And it got all these beautiful trees. And it's real um, goddamn tropical. Yeah, man. So I go take out the trash. I'm walking through this shit. I'm in the board. I'm a kid. But boy, but you can't see me. All but what I can see. <laughs> And these all adult, yeah, you gotta these are yeah. all adult apartments. In the 80s. My daddy is probably one of one of four of the only black people staying over here. Shh, them all. My daddy got a thick ass must black jet black mustache. To go, this yes. nigga is fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Tailor made suits. And he's living in, and he living in and, you know, the, the white people that live over here is loose than a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. So, I. I'm just sitting, I can sit in the gazebo, I can walk the whole gazebo, and just, it's, it's a porn, it's a, it's a river <laughs> porn, it's a, oh, and then I would, I used to do this, it was just, it was just flight attendant, this bitch was a hoe, every time I take the trash, anytime she was in, she would, she would have her, her shit over, her wings open, <laughs> 
I'm like, boy, this bitch work for this bitch work for Pan Am is over. Pan Am, Pan Am. My name probably Pam. So it's pieces like that I'm putting in the book so people can have a little more backstory on how all oh, yeah. to put it in it's a great idea because I would like you were saying I would love to hear like I know there's obviously some things that you couldn't say even though you yeah. said a lot but yeah. yeah that's just dope man I'm looking forward to the book too then shit yeah. I caught it again we would have read from eight so three you, minutes nigga you yeah. had on the tracksuit right <laughs> yeah I'm about to say we probably running yeah, out of uh, space and stuff yeah. anyway yeah, man, I, I guess you I could got a four o'clock okay yeah, yeah, sir, man. Yeah. no no they know, no man I could just, you I, I, before you get out of it, could you talk about like how it was supposed to come out and everything, like, and then, or did you know you didn't want to? Yeah, I can, get, I can grab it real quick. Um, well, we shot the special initially um, for YouTube. So when we shot it for YouTube, then before we put it on YouTube, we decided to shop it, and we sent it out. The agency sent it out to everybody. Um, Showtime told me why. Netflix probably don't, I don't know what the deal is with Netflix, like they don't fuck with nothing I'm doing. So really? Netflix just shitted on it. And um, HBO bought it. Mm-hmm. So this special was actually supposed to come out on HBO. So I was on a podcast, on Joe Rogan's podcast, and I'm talking, I'm saying shit, I'm doing a comparison about how people get puppeteered with words. You know what I'm saying? And I told Joe Rogan, I said, if I thought that you were racist, I would have never came on the show. Like, ever. There would have been no, yeah, I said, but I, I can understand why they're trying to shit on you now. And so, like, you're a racist dude saying nigga this, nigga that. Yeah, because you, because your viewership is larger than everybody's viewership by fucking miles. Like, by mile, like, you line up all, if you line up all the networks, all <laughs> line the them up again. Service, you can name you gonna line them niggas up. You line I know that. all them up. If you put, the line, if you put that, that meter, this nigga got 14 million, 14.5 million views every time he yeah. tapped the mic open. Nobody's even in the same playing field. Television shows don't have that. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why I had to come with like all the networks. Yeah. Like you can't. His viewership supersedes all yeah. of the net. Like if you, like he got major events, <laughs> like NBA Finals. This shit is uh, crazy. It's, 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 it's NBA it's, Finals mixed with the Kardashians. The when before they moved to Spotify, there was it was Joe Rogan show. They had a page, and then it was a page exclusively for clips. That page got more subscribers than this one for the show. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's and it's it's, it's bananas. Yeah. What he's been able to accomplish over that. So I was I was saying about how people get puppeteers with words. I said, man, they get mad at me. And I and I I went in with it. I said, man, people get mad by everything. I said, man, when I say that, people get mad. So I don't I don't really think that um, the other community should be able to adopt kids. Too many, too many problems. And I say, when I say that, I have a whole thing that I go through and lay out why I think that. I'm saying, I think it. This is nothing that I'm rallying people for. I'm talking about what I think. I said, but you can't convict me of a thought crime. Mm. Minority report. Thought crimes are happening. And so, so in the thing is when you look at when you look at somebody, and you look at the demographics and the breakdown of how their life goes, it's not conducive for children. And then people don't think about things in eras. I'm from an era that that community never wanted children. 
It's not like I didn't I didn't grow up around they never Mr. Reggie ran the community center and I asked him one time, I said, Mr. Reggie, you want kids? That motherfucker said, Hell no, nah, I don't even want y'all bad motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you running the community center. <laughs> one man house. But the lady the lady Dino, the lady Dino who used to cut our hair, we we all of us used to rock this 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 style called New Yorker. People call it shags in the South. Mm-hmm. Dino still cut doing it in Dallas. Yeah, they still doing it in Dallas. Yeah, she cut everybody's head. I asked Mr. Dino one time, I said, Mr. Dino, you ever want kids? He said, baby, what I do don't produce fruit. Mm. He said, I'm, I, I'm, I'm living in, a, in, a alternative, in an alternative. My That's lifestyle true. is called alternative. This is the first time I ever heard the term. Right. My lifestyle is called alternative. Why do I want to put normal shit in it? Mm. That's what, so this mm. is what I'm getting. And then I'm in a community. I, I live in a I live in a place in the area where that community wasn't sensitive about nothing that was said. Yeah, right. And then the 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 and it depends on the skin color. The skin color makes the difference. Correct. Because the ones that I know that's the that's the lighter hue, they mad all the time. They always goddamn offended. Yeah, yep. ready for the march. But the ones who my same hue, they don't even they not even represented by the same by the same community. Right. They're not even represented by them. Mm-hmm. So then, you get mad at me. And then because you think it's going to be a bunch of backlash with me. And then the LGBT community, you can't, what, what, they didn't attack me. They was like, yo, what the fuck do we think a straight male Muslim man is going to say? Right. You think he's going to agree with us? No, and we know this motherfucker. He's already, he's always said this wild shit, but he's always said it from a place of things that he does not understand. He's not rallying people. Then you turn around and call me a homophobe, which I sat back and said this. Good. (laughs) That'll do it. Stupid motherfuckers. I can't wait. I can't wait for you to prove Uh, this one. I said, I can't wait for you to prove it. Yeah. So let's prove it. You gotta prove it. Now let's let's, let's, let's do the proof in the pudding. (laughs) So then you get mad at me, and then the next week I'm on Sam J's show. Shout out to Sam J. Shout out to Sam J. She got season two going. I'm on season two. The second episode. (laughs) So a homophobe comes on a on a a lesbian girl show. Okay. Let me dump it. What what I'm not saying, why y'all saying all this bullshit, I'm and I'm I'm waiting for it so I can double down. The homophobe who's on Sam on a lesbian show talking, who's and hey Ali, you the only one make me feel girly. We have to our whole interaction <laughs> on them. Ali do that to lesbians too. Yeah. You, you turn it's crazy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they like it's obvious. You Aries. Y'all niggas is vampires. It's crazy. It's so many of them like, I can't stand being around you. She I saw a lesbian yeah. Tyler Hawaii after the show. She said, here, yeah, I don't know what to give you. Motherfucker took off her Birkenstocks one time. She's like, no, nigga, I violated. I'll take off my Birkenstocks. Yeah. <laughs> I violated. I violated. <laughs> then I doubled down. Why oh. <laughs> I doubled down on So the homophobe is a lesbian's father on a show. Mm. Black Bush missing me. I knew it was coming out. I knew it was coming, so I'm I'm wait I'm sitting back like this. I'm I, while they attacking me, I'm sitting back like this. Oh, am I now? Yeah. I can't I can't wait. I can't <laughs> I wait to this shit. And then I can't wait for the let's talk about it thing where I sit down with every part of the letters and say, 
let's talk about what y'all don't ever get a chance to talk about. With the people that I know versus the ones that I don't. Mm. So what you was offended about, none of the people that I actually know that's like that was offended. My cologne man wasn't offended. <laughs> he sassy as yeah, your cologne man, he got all the sassy. He got the bouquet, you hear me? This mother here. And, and I said, what I, I went on Joe Rogan, I said, how can I, how can I even listen to y'all when the people that I know that's in that community are not offended? I said, and they never offended. I said, my, my cologne man, Ken. Ken, I've said, I've said some, I've said some of the worst things to Ken. I said, I'm in the box I hadn't seen Ken in a long time. And he walked in, I said, Ken, where the fuck you been? Get your stomach pumped. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, I know where. That's Ken, the 90s road. And, and, and that mother Ken said, stay out of my business. I hadn't seen him a long time again. He walked in that barbershop. I said, I'll be goddamn. <laughs> Ken, are your fucking eyes cinnamon? <laughs> he said, he said, these are my new contacts. You like them? I said, no! <laughs> I don't like them, Ken. I don't like cinnamon. And your fucking hair plugs are terrible. He's like, I just got my hair cut. <laughs> and this one over here, it, and you are seeing out, man, it's a, it's a dude named Kevin that we went to college with. And I guarantee you, I've always spoken to Kevin because I don't have time for the smoke. Kevin <laughs> yeah. is the only person I've ever known in life to have cornrows, not just cornrows, cornrows with not bees on the end, motherfucking lug nuts. He got lug nuts what? on the end of his hair, <laughs> all of them. And this nigga is, knock yourself out. And this nigga is, he cocky. And he, this nigga was, this nigga was a, he was a chili, he was a chili that tissue. And this nigga cocky. He little short, black motherfucker, like, like, like a fucking... Like goddamn Emmett Smith, <laughs> and then this is and, and he worked. At, he used to work in the Galleria, in his high end store. And boy, come in that motherfucking mall, and Kevin see you, and he know you saw you, and didn't speak. So you know you been to Galleria, three yeah. level, three four levels, and that nigga saw nigga see you make eye contact with him, and you don't speak. You oh nigga, the next thing coming out of his mouth, bitch. You see me? You like <laughs> nigga up on the third floor. You hear all about your love next to me downstairs. I know you see. I know you see me. Trying not to do. Nigga, Kevin mess with. Kevin is best with like notable niggas that you would know. Oh like, shit. Like in in the league. Gotcha. Like this nigga mess with. Like you walk in, this nigga live be with nigga one of your. One of the greatest to ever do it, nigga. You like, nigga, you like Charles Oakland. Oh nigga, my god, nigga. This like, nigga, you walk in, this nigga, this nigga sitting down. We had Papa Do. We walk in Papa Do, nigga, and I'm this nigga sitting down. Eat. <laughs> now, now I know you're on your way to the table. Bitch, stop and speak. I'm like. <laughs> well, we've always had a like it's been integrated. Like I don't know how they acting like you know. This nigga live. This, I'm telling this nigga live to be the table with Jim Brown. Hey Jim, speak to this nigga. <laughs> 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 
That's enough speaking, Jim. This nigga be with some tough birdie nigga. You like, hey man, it's like this nigga kept like want to dominate us. This nigga want to catch his meal. But these are niggas who you know. I'm like, yo, dog, stop trying to put labels on niggas because they don't yeah. agree. So they have so, a meeting with you or they just say we're not going to go forward? All the niggas had a nice little phone call and said what they said and then they thought, and you can tell when somebody say something and, and it's not from them, it's from the high up. Mm-hmm. And, they, and the high up felt like it was over. And then somebody said, yeah, well, you know, it's like, we're not running this, we're not running this thing. Yeah. And then somebody said, What? All right. we, we didn't shoot it. We don't own it. He owns it. Fuck! Mm-hmm. Don't give it back to the nigga immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start. Put it in the slow mail. Put it in the slow mail. Put that motherfucker on a groundhog and send it wow. back to him. And we. Wow. You can do that. You can do that. But I'm going to say this HBO was very gracious in our, in our party of the ways. I didn't say anything bad about them. They didn't say anything bad about me. We left it like it was. But my whole thing is just to have my special get to 10 million views. And once it get to 10 million views, it's a, it, cause I'm, right now I'm in the process of just wanting the shit on Netflix. Because Netflix, Netflix said it like my shit was trash, dog. Mm-hmm. And that, and, and, and I it's know. It's trash on and, Netflix. And, and I know, gosh. and I know they said it like that because anytime this one particular person comes back and tells because he never tells me anytime somebody says something bad. Like, absolutely never. Because he doesn't want to taint the race. People say shit bad. They may come back and say, do something good with you. But this time, he was making a point to say, yo, Netflix said it like your shit was trash. Mm. And I said, cool. Because I didn't have, I didn't have no feelings about it. Now, every time they've ever submitted anything to Netflix for me, Netflix has played me like, nigga, I'm the worst but motherfucker the, wow. ever to do. Great part about it is it's a bunch of other boys in the game now. Them street- Netflix is probably the last streaming platform that you like. It's like you still got it because you had it first, but it's like, it's some shit on Paramount Plus. It's some shit on Peacock. It's a lot of shit on everything else. And have they been calling you? Like, I know they like, we, Ali. They, 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 talking, they talking to them people. But they not talking to me because they know where my head is at. My head is my head is we got the bread to shoot the, the, the next one. Let's shoot the next let's shoot the next three. The albums are all the albums are already done. So I'm gonna drop three albums in the same at the same time. But then what we go, what the other other comedians gonna do? Y'all gonna drop y'all gonna drop albums special the same way. Y'all y'all gonna do what we've always done is make each other better. Because you're going to come out with some shit. All y'all going to say, I'm going to be like, eh, yeah. that shit. Okay. I wrote this in the strip club out now. This, I wrote this in the strip club. club. is out like, right now. Everybody shit in the strip club. I wrote this at the daycare. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming. That's the competitive mission. Oh, for real. This nigga writes in the strip club. I'm writing this shit. Well, I'm having an aneurysm. And then there was thoughts. I'm writing this shit while I'm down in the pyramids. I wrote this in the waiting room. It's fucking the best special that I've seen. I think, period. Like, no joke. I was trying to wrap my brain what I could put up against it, how you started off with saying how you looked at everything else, and I, I totally agree with you. Like, 
like I said, people outside of the comedy world, how my mom reacted to it. I haven't even wanted to even send people's uh, other people's work in this way. Like I send them my shit. Right. Like sending somebody right. somebody else work in the same field I am right. let you know like it's super, super impressive. That's, that's very influential that's and, that's and I appreciate you for it. And I'm looking forward to the book and yeah. the other oh, seventeen of you guys. Right. Big compliments, man. I thank you, man. I think I, I and I'm I'm putting this out there. I'm I, you don't know, but I'm waiting to be a brother brother. Mm. You know, I okay. know it's really, I, I know everybody there, what everybody is. Okay. Is that, okay. I'm, 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 I'm waiting you and scheming. Got my number. I'm waiting and scheming. <laughs> you got my you number. I'm scheming the dream. But but when Tyler, <laughs> Tyler hit you in the chest, <laughs> don't <laughs> kill him. No. I'm here to help. Just know, call I, me. I know. The, I know. The, I know the. Pro, I know the process. <laughs> ain't nobody. Ain't nobody hit my mentor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he and he get yeah, man, so it's Call the me. thing. That's but what I'm up. not doing Call is going back to school. That ain't happening. Oh no. Nah. For sure. I'm I would do two million hours of community service to get what I right. want. That's mm-hmm. what about anything. I seen the colors of the domino effect. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out if you haven't. You are uh, super late, man. Yeah, Domino yeah, effect. Hopefully you can spell effect. It's the one with the E, not the A. I've been doing him a solid 15, 20 years. This is definitely a pleasure, man, for y'all to even put it together this fast to even do it this game. Oh, yeah. You got last night. Y'all new space. And I'm feeling kind of uncomfortable because it's feeling a little corporate because y'all more grimeness. You yeah, yeah. Weed smoke. It's, yeah. You know but this will happen when you're in the tip place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we got to make some shape. We had to make a shape. Yeah. So, hey, shout to first, shout to Rod Rose. Let us use this space. And Nard is doing a little better. So the prayers and stuff is oh, working. Shout yeah. out to yeah. comedian Nard. 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 You know what I'm saying? You know, we always keep so our brother up in prayer. But uh, yeah, man, thank you for coming thank through, you. buddy. God bless, brother. This is who I call when I need somebody to look at my shit. Hey man, I'm glad you're brother. Oh, yeah, we can, we can end it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we might need to drop from you, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how much time we got? Oh, yeah. None. 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 <laughs> you good, man. All right. We're about to wrap it up right now. We like to <laughs> end the episode with a segment we call Secret Genius Life Coach. Get people some words of wisdom. Get through the week. Get to the next episode. Um, come on, Secret Genius. Words of the week are this. You never know whose brakes is fucked up. When you be jumping out in front of people, you don't know if they're going to be able to stop or not. Dealing with people is the same way. You never know who breaks is fucked up. Mm-hmm. You never know who's not going to be able to haul off and punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch how you deal with people, man, because some people ain't going to be able to stop the way you can. And that's all I got. Wow, that's, shit. that's so real. Thank you, man. Oh, dope. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody ain't got no breaks. Nigga, breaks ain't good. Somebody ain't got no goddamn breaks. Oh, nice meeting you, bro. This is the nigga who be pushing me back. This is the Mortar Culture Show. Come on, Drink. That nigga got Right, special guest. At least a D. Down with no effect down now. We out. And my nigga, Group Pop. Group Pop.